Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Coming up on TMS, Sex with Hitler 2, Electric Boogaloo. Come with me and we'll be in a world of purest syndication. Four Seasons Dildo Shop. The, the cost of getting your soul back. Two degrees of the wrong bacon. 300 kilometers per mile. 23 reasons the 90s made you ugly. It's so hard to be a serial killer these days. His mustache was the first thing that caught my eye. Two old guys trying to remember shit. Kidney playmate. From boulder to grinder. Nipple slipple. The accidental steam deck. If you're a person with Amy and more. On this episode of The Morning Stream. This ship doesn't go anywhere except in circles, but it does have a color TV, stereo sound, a built in bar, and a wireless phone. It also has a price tag of $32,000 delivered. Dick Francisco! The Morning Stream. Oh, yeah, that's quite a story. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's uh, Thursday, December 29th, 2022. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. Scott Johnson. That's Brian Nibbett. Brian, we're so close. It's like, look at that, 29. Yeah. It'll roll over one more time and then oh. one more time. Right, 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 and right. Then, and then... And then 2023. That's right. Yeah. The year of Diablo 4 is upon us. <laughs> Very exciting. If only somebody was doing a show about that. I know. If only somebody in this damn place yeah. was excited about Diablo. Uh, it's it's uh, creeping up quick, though. I didn't, I don't know. The 2022, I say this every year lately, I feel like, but man, it went fast. So fast. Mm-hmm. Did we have, we had Vegas this year, right? We did, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel a, like we did. I put you, you, I put you all through uh, hell uh, <laughs> to, uh, to to try and figure out a math problem. It feels uh, soon. It feels recent, and then far away. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Time. I'm yeah. wrestling with time. Is what's going on right now. I'm having a bit of a wrestle. And, I'm already uh, trying to figure out. You know, I need to reach out to all of you uh, potential contestants for Taskmaster uh, Vegas because with the um, with our 
show night or mm-hmm. live TMS being in the middle as opposed to the last thing that gives us a little bit less time to edit. So I might need you guys to come in Sunday mm. if possible. I think so we might talk about that. I think we might be coming in Sunday. Oh, good. I good. Think. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, yeah, that is what we were thinking. We were, we yeah, were, do, we were considering the St. George thing again, but this time we we're thinking about it on the tail end. So, oh, so Vegas, nice. then chill out in St. George and then go home. So I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. We'll see. Cool. You know, those cool. people there in St. George, they'll just have to wait and see. You know, if I go to the best Taco Bell on the planet, well, uh, you'll have to wait until April to find out. You can you can always stop there on, you know, you have to still go through St. George on the way to Vegas. You can get Taco Bell on the way in and mm-hmm. Taco Bell on the way out. That's right. And it's the, I mean, honestly, I don't eat that much of Taco Bell anymore. But if you're in St. George, the main Taco Bell, they're on the main road there. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're doing something right. Uh, all right, so we got a show. We're going to do the whole thing. We don't have uh, Wendy today, but we do have uh, uh, Read This with Amy. That'll happen uh, during Wendy's slot, so watch for that. Uh, do you remember the... We've talked about him, in fact, recently, the video professor. We've talked about this guy. Yes, uh, yes. You may be familiar with this right here. Try our product. Try my product. Try my product. Try my product. That was his whole thing at the end of his thing, right? <laughs> Try my product. Yeah. And he was teaching... It was the early 90s. The guy was teaching you how to use Word... And Excel right, exactly. and here's Windows. How you open a folder. Yep. Here's on how. Your here's how Windows. Com- your personal computer. <laughs> that is exactly right. And he had all these like different. And they, he branched out later. Like when the internet happened, he was like eBay. There's a whole disc on eBay and things like this. <laughs> right. So uh, anyway, I always just was fascinated by that dude, and I don't know why I just was. And um, I found his old call and get advice on computer help number and i want to try it today now i haven't pre-tried it so this could be capone's vault okay Okay. oh my god yeah we might have a we might have a capone's vault problem where nothing happens right Um, it could easily be yeah yeah. uh ask your uncle yeah yeah no kidding i just watched or listened to a really good podcast about that um oh really that whole mess yeah it actually (laughs) we all think of it as this like massive failure because it was Mm -hmm. but it single-handedly catapulted uh the the production company who sold it to the uh, by the way that was syndication the main main networks wouldn't carry it that was pure oh, syndication right. that's right which i forgot all about and it was a flop from a from that perspective but it was so watched by so many millions of people that it catapulted both that production company which was by the way run by doug llewellyn of all people Oh my God! The People's Court narrator, dude. This guy, right? Yeah. That dude. So he. So he, how did it feel when you <laughs> lost your case about the dog pooping in your front yard? <laughs> exactly. So he makes he makes you know bank on this deal way more than they expected, and everybody wanted them now because this was such a huge hit from a numbers perspective. That was purely what they were looking at. Was not a failure in the eyes of the executives, and then. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Geraldo. Almost called him mm-hmm. Gerardo, which would have been Gerardo, wrong. sure, because he's Rico and yeah, Sunday. of course. Uh, he was hit, he was like at a low point of his career. He was like on his way out, and he thought he was screwed after this. He went and went, drank sure. at a bar all night and was like so pissed about how it turned out. And anyway, the <laughs> next morning, his agent is like ringing his phone off the hook. People are wanting to hire Geraldo left and right. That guy went from like washed out ex CBS guy to like suddenly everybody wanted him. Not in the best possible wow. way. Like his TV show no. he got was bad, you know. It was, yeah. But he made a it lot was, of money, so it just depends I on mean, how you measure. Basically, he went from being like you know 
semi-respectable journalist to your go-to guy if you needed something sensational. Yeah, and when he had his show, it was always like, we've got a girl on today who says that a, an alien molested her cow. <laughs> you know, we're going to so, talk to that guy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was fascinating. I highly recommend it. It's part of that um, that one-year show from Slate where they just... The, the whole season is about one year in time. Uh, they did oh, one yeah. from 42, and this one was from See, 86. That's, and I that's forgot. why you're so good at years, is because you watch stuff like that, where it's all kind of encapsulated so. into one, one thing. I hadn't thought of that. That's true, though. I guess I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I glom onto that stuff. But anyway, 86 is a crazy year. A lot of weird stuff happened. So uh, check out that show. Anyway, point is... Video professor. This guy, video professor. We're going to call this number... Uh, which still exists. Eight oh, it's a uh, eight hundred five zero nine four six one seven. The number still exists because yeah. it's a phone number. <laughs> yeah, the number still the number has never left. But uh, those, whether the, those digits all currently still exist in our numerical system. Yeah, whether we get this guy or not, try my product uh, is uh, is questionable. I don't know. It'd be great if he if it just goes right to him. Oh, if he's just <laughs> sitting around answering phones, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I paid for this phone number in perpetuity, so I'm just going to use it as my basic home phone number. I did a little look, and he's still like doing stuff. He's still got like really? a thing you can order, and he tell t- me tell me that he he does YouTube now, and it's always hey, smash my subscribe button and hit the like if you like this video. Yeah, about- you know he knows all the tricks. That's his yeah. that's his thing. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see what happened to this number. I'm going to try it. Whoops, here we go. It's ringing. Good, good, good news so far. Here we go. I'm hearing it. Yeah, so that's we good. got a ring. I didn't test this beforehand, so I, who knows where we're going to go here. All I know is I need help with Word, Excel, and Windows 95, so this better Hello, be... Oh, Four Seasons uh, Dildo Shop. Uh, <laughs> how can I help you? The Four Seasons has a dildo shop. <laughs> ah! Where are you going? Yeah, Coffee shop. That, uh, uh, I'll be down to the dildo shop. Uh, see you that's later. That's the one that Giuliani uh, set up for that uh, press conference. Oh. No, that was, what was that called? It was, the four, it was a Four Seasons. You're right. right. Four Seasons. Uh, 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 Merkin sales. Shit. Landscaping. That's what it was. Oh, that's right. It was landscaping, but it was next door to a dildo shop. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, if they would have hosted it at the dildo shop, that would have made everything better. I knew there was. I knew there was a. Uh, <laughs> there was some sort of connection to the. Somehow that the dildo existed shop. in that story. So uh, that just rang and rang. Well, that's a bummer. You know. Yeah, yeah, it is a bummer. I really wanted to a, know. Can I still? I what want- a big fat nothing burger, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but now our careers will take off because uh, what, exactly you know, what the people yeah. perceive as a as a as a huge mistake. We made big <laughs> money just now. We just really killed it. Uh, no, I don't know if anyone knows how to get a hold of that dude. In fact, someone in the chat wants to. <laughs> do we want to get hold of him? I kind of do. I don't know why. I'm fascinated by that person. I feel like his mustache yeah. uh, was the first thing that caught my eye, and after that, I was like, "Is he really making money doing this? Are there really people that are just like clamoring for?" how to use Excel out there yeah. uh, or how to make Windows 3.1 do its thing just always blew my mind, that guy. So if anyone knows how we can get a hold of that dude, uh, I'd love it. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> the uh, uh, Oh, wow. Apparently he sued the internet, according to a Wired article that I don't have time to read right now. But He uh, sued the internet? He sued the internet. I mean, of course, it's you know a Wired article, so that's the, the headline, but... Uh, I was going to comment on how um, uh, his his photo looks like 
somebody just walked in the door that he wants them to think that he's happy to see them, but he really isn't. Oh, oh yeah, that guy's got that face for sure. This, this photo right there is like, oh, hey, Mildred. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah. Glad you could stop by. Yeah, uh, that's the face. Here you go, people watching video. There he is. Little small oh, yeah. guy in his blue shirt and his yellow tie. That's try, one. Try my product. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's that. Anyway. Hey, Brian, how come you look? Yeah. You look a little heavier. What's going on? Yeah, there? I'm uh, 21 grams heavier today, Scott. Uh, got on the scale and realized I'm 21 grams heavier. Weird. Uh, huh. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what that yeah. is. Weird. Uh, yeah, you familiar with that movie? And, uh, I have seen. I have. I know the movie exists. I've never seen 21 grams. I assumed it was something about. Uh, like when you die, your soul leaves or something. That's Isn't that the right. Deal? Okay. And when your soul comes back, you become 21 grams heavier, Scott. Uh, your soul came back. What happened? My soul came back. It's oh, that's good. Finished. It's finished. Uh, it's been uh, repaired. New engine has been uh, put into it. I drove it home, and it's uh, purring like a kitten. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, whole, this whole ordeal, right? So... Uh, get down there, um, uh, or actually I get the call that it's, that it's ready to be picked up. Like, oh, great. Excellent. Yeah. So I say, Hey, by the way, what was the final cost on that? Just so I can have the, um, the, the money ready and everything. And he gives me a price that is now $7,600, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's which higher. is, yeah, which is $1,100 than the original quote of 6,500 and then still higher than the revised quote. That was sixty seven, sixty eight hundred. That's not. Like, the, that's not just. It's not fifty bucks. That's a lot. Exactly. That's like. Oh yeah. We we you know we also figured we'd fix this or this thing needed to be repaired or whatever. So I said, uh, no, that's not. That's not happening. You guys quoted me uh, sixty eight hundred. The last you know the last updated quote was sixty eight hundred. He says, oh, uh, okay. Hold on. Let me talk to my manager and see what we can do. Yeah. So he I'll calls me back in 15 minutes. He says, "Oh yeah, we got some of our numbers wrong. Yeah, it's 6800." What? I'm like, "What the hell? Like uh, you guys are totally totally like dicking me around and tried to get another What? Does somebody else need a swimming pool there?" Dude, uh, that is some, that is some dark work there. I don't like it. Yeah. So, I've got my car back. I want to take a you know, take a moment, take a, a day or two to uh, to to not be reactionary and and uh, um, and flame somebody on the internet. But boy, am I gonna leave them a Yelp review, yeah, dude. Google review, and I'm gonna copy and paste that into a letter to to uh, Kia Corporate and Kia Customer Service because that's but, really really skeevy business, man. I don't like yeah, that at exactly. all. It'd be one thing if they came back and said. Um, yeah, we, you know, it ended up costing more, but we agree. We told you a price. We should stick to it. Like that, that should be your answer. That not, should have been the oh, way we messed up our numbers. That. We don't know. Yeah. That makes yeah. me wonder if they, this thing only should have cost you three grand and not six, <laughs> right. you know? Exactly. Exactly. Boo. But while I was there and I'm like, you know, I'm saying, geez, all right, well, seven months. I hope I still remember how to drive joking because I've still been driving Tina's car. But uh, he's like, yeah, well, we've got we've got a Kia Optima. Even the, the Kia Optimas are worse. We've got somebody who's been waiting for their car for 165 days, That's, like oh almost gosh. half a year, waiting for their car. That's insane. It's insane. Yeah. What is what is it? Are these shortages every car or just Kia? 
or just Korean motor. I stuff. think every car, because we're going to talk. We've got a letter from somebody later on in the show that uh, talks about, um, I think, supply chain issues, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, a little bit. Hyundai uh, issues. Yeah, yeah. I just thought all that um, stuff was. I guess that's more the computer chip stuff that was worked out. Maybe other stuff still. Yeah, I guess other stuff might still be. I mean, it might be staffing issues all across the board. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. But um, boy, I don't. You know, I was always told, "Don't lease; it's a bad deal." But yeah, then I hear but stories it's kind like of this. More, yeah, yeah, I hear right? stories like this, and I go, "Hmm, maybe leasing isn't such a bad idea." Yeah, hmm. well, they they made a whole character based on that in. Uh, um, what was it Law and Order SVU? Is uh, Lisa Katera? Oh yeah, that's right. Because somebody, because somebody heard <laughs> a commercial for the Hyundai or what was it, the Katera? The uh, um, I don't remember who that is. Who is it that makes that? Uh, oh, Chicago Hope was the character, I think. Chicago. Let's Hope. see here. There's a character named Chicago Hope. That's cool. No, no, it was a TV show called Chicago. Oh, you Hope. said it. You said a character named Chicago. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I made a character on Chicago Hope. No, no, no that's fine. Um, it just sounded great. I want a character named Chicago actress. Hope. Never mind. The actress, where is it? It was a Cadillac Katera. The name's Hope. Chicago introduced Hope. Introduced to, played by Stacey Edwards on what show? Where is it? It was Chicago Hope? Was it? I never hold saw on, that. Hold on a second. Lisa Katera, because I... Uh, there it is right there. Okay. Yeah, it was Chicago Hope. Yeah. Uh, in 1997, John Tinker, producer of television medical drama Chicago Hope, was inspired by an inadvertent pun in a Katera commercial saying, who is Lisa Katera? In response to the Katera tagline, Lisa Katera. No way. So he introduced a character named Dr. Lisa Katera, played by Stacey Edwards. I kind of love that. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. That's hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. Who does that? Nobody does that. That's amazing. <laughs> Nobody does that. No, yeah, but why so, not? You got to have a character name. Why not make it up that way? Why it's not fine. make it up that way? And Lisa Katera is a perfectly believable character name. Doc- Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa Katera. Oh, thanks. I'm, uh... You know what, Hollywood? <laughs> have a little more fun like that more often. I'm you know? Dr. By a Saturn. By a Saturn. No, it'd be Bias. Bias. Tobias. Tobias. Tobias Adderne. Thank you. Tobias Adderne. There you go. It's perfect. I love it. All right. Well, I'm glad you got your car back, but I still think, man, what a stinker. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. My 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 uh, posterior is a little sore mm. from that uh, <laughs> that experience. It's not cool, man. I feel like that that extra hundred or that extra grand. That's not a small thing. That's not a small no. error. It's a no, huge exactly. error. It's like a. Oh, sorry, we forgot to. We carry the one or something like that. That's like a, oh, sorry, we put the decimal point in the wrong place kind of thing. Yeah. But really what it is is, damn it, thought we could probably get him to pay a little <clears throat> bit more. Yeah. What I, what it makes me feel like is, I know this is conspiratorial, but this is the problem with shady work like this is it makes people mm. second guess everything. But if they're going to say it's an extra grand, is that their mm. way of covering the fact that they're overcharging for this work by already by like two so when they overcharge you for a grand and you go wait a minute you told me this and they go kind oh like you're that. right we're back to this and then that, that whole method of haggling yes kind of thing. i hate yes. that oh. i'm not even saying they're doing it i'm just saying this is why people think they're doing it it's because they do shit like this yeah yeah no it, it's certainly possible and it's just uh <clears throat> it is just you know again i love my kia love my kia soul i'm i'm i would still consider buying another kia if 
<clears throat> if there was another dealership or a pair place or well another dealership because there's some like recalls and things like that need to be done by a dealership as opposed to we've got a really great mom and pop mechanic that we go to nearby but uh for some things you still need the dealership for for warranty work and stuff like that mm. but i can't i can't imagine ever going back there yeah i wouldn't go there again ever that dealership would yeah. be on my crossed off list you know exactly like i'm gonna i'm gonna go leave a turd on your foot <laughs> porch <laughs> you gotta catch it on fire though that's the only way that really sticks you know yeah but it's, the problem is that i've got to do it i mean you know i can't i can't set fire to a burning bag of poop uh, and get away with it in in uh at a dealership where there are cameras so it's got to be left overnight yeah i don't know how anyone gets away with any of those kind of slash ring prank slash revenge. yeah how do you even do it you can't do it everyone with this video footage of every damn thing that ever happens always yeah. Like when I go to my sister's house, her freaking phone or her her security system announces every time I get up to the porch, "Hello and welcome. You're being filmed." It's like, well, I don't. I know you don't need to tell me yeah. I'm being. This filmed. is good. We're we're living in the 2020s here. I know that everything I do is on camera. Like person of interest really had that had that figured out fairly early on. Oh yeah, they knew. And then and then the dude just got all weird with his opinions and and when I heard that it kind of <laughs> gave me a distaste for that show yeah, you were done that was it i was done hey i like i like ben linus yeah he's cool i like I that like, guy that he's guy's great, great. But, yeah uh, you know who i hear is a real jerk who's that um the actor in alias who played the main bad guy uh oh old guy you know who i'm talking yeah, about it's funny we just saw we just saw a tv show where we thought we thought it was that guy but it was joel gray um yeah, the uh, can't think of his name, but he was like a big deal on that show, and he did yeah. other stuff. And somebody, what was I reading this? Somebody had to interview some actors or something, and just said he was the most miserable, hardest to work with a hole butthole really? they ever worked with. Yeah, I want to pull up that guy's name. It's um, he was a very interesting actor, but sounds like he's a real actor. Uh, oops, when you when you just type alias in Google, it just automatically links you to Autodesk, the makers of uh alias uh software. Yeah, there you go. Oh, the character is Ron is the actor Ron Rifkin? Ron Rifkin is the actor. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Scipio found it or uh, Thank picked you. the name out. Send me a little send me a little work. Uh yeah, he's supposed to be a poo poo. Poo poo head. <laughs> I'm here to Oh, Arvin oh, Sloan was You know his what name? it was? It was the old man. There's the uh, the Joel Gray character, the the um, the one that uh, uh, kind of is behind the scenes. Yeah. Um. That, that he meets with early on in the show. We thought that was Ron Rifkin, and really it's Joel Gray who's who's looking like Ron Rifkin these days. Oh, it reminds me of the old guy in. Uh, so Kim just finished, and I've watched it with her. Uh, the last part of it, so I feel kind of weird about this. I only saw half the season. But she finished up uh, the new White Lotus season. Oh yeah, what'd she think of it? She loved it. She she's I did completely too. obsessed with that show. She loves it so much, and I got pretty obsessed toward the end. But um, man, I can't believe what they did in that last episode. That was insane. <laughs> I know. That, yeah, I, don't know. How I, do you, I, I thought this was I, your through line forever. Not to give anything away, but I thought you were no. I, that yeah. you know that was always going to be your like common. Yep. Careful, careful. Yeah, you're, you're, maybe Uncle Rico next next season. But anyway, uh, maybe. See, that's, yeah, no, that's I, just vague I, enough. I, there was another character that I thought was uh, the body that we see in the first episode. Oh, okay. And I, and let's just say uh, she was, uh, well, she was a high price tucker. Let's yeah, just say, let's say it that there's way. my hint. Let's yeah. just say that's who I thought. 
Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I feel you. Not giving you anything away. No, I feel you. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that it was really good. But um, the guy plays the grandpa in the Italian family. So you got yes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Michael F, from F uh, Murray Abraham. F Murray Abraham. He always, <laughs> when I see him, they're all. I always think of him. All right, I see F Murray Abraham, and I think of uh, either him or I think of the Spanish actor who's always in stuff whose name I can't remember. Um, oh yes, Jose Ferrer. I think that's no his, Miguel Ferrer. Miguel Ferrer. Is it Miguel Ferrer? Yeah, the one he was in RoboCop once. Yes. yes. Yeah, that guy snorting coke off a hooker's chest or whatever. <laughs> yes. The things you remember from the movies of your youth. No, there is a very like Miguel Ferrer and F. Murray Abraham for whatever reason feel very similar. Did you? You never watched uh, Mythic Quest, right? Not yet. I keep it's uh, cute. It's in my list. I just got to watch it. F. Murray Abraham is is. Uh, he is uh, he is magic in that show. He's just great, man. What a great he actor! Really is. And I don't yeah. feel like that he whole... has aged five minutes since uh, no. Amadeus. Man, that guy doesn't get old. No. Yeah. What's up with those, that? Uh, I mean, those three guys. Like it was great casting for those three guys playing grandfather, father, and son in White Lotus. The um, you know uh, what's his face? Imperioli, Michael Imperioli Michael from Pillar, Sopranos, yeah. and yeah, it's always good to see him. And the young dude who's you know not the kid from. Uh, a big love <laughs> that reminded us a lot of the kid from Big Love. Do we know the kid in this from something else? Should no, I, know I don't him? think so. He's very good. Albi, uh, I think it was the character's name. Yeah. yeah, there was one scene that was a little awkward, but you know what are you going to do? No, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, that's a fascinating show, but here's why I like it the most. I think I may have brought this up before. The guy that's the creator, writer, and showrunner is a comedian, former mm-hmm. comedian. I don't think he's doing any of that stuff anymore. But the minute you see him, you'll recognize him. He's the weird, squirrely little dude. Oh, you're talking about Mike White? Yeah, sitting in yeah. sitting in George's apartment, working on wigs. See, that's I don't. I never think of him from that. I think of him from uh, Rock School of Rock. Oh, I don't remember with him Jack being Black. In that. Yeah, was he in that? I don't remember that. Was he, he a is, teacher? He's uh, uh, one of uh, Jack Black's best friends or brother or something like that. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I, I seen don't. That a long it's time. funny that I like. As much as I love uh, Seinfeld, I can't remember Mike White, but it's very brief. It's a short thing. It's a yeah. very funny moment. It's when it's toward the end of the Susan arc with with George. Um, but I love it because both him and Jennifer Coolidge mm. are in Seinfeld. <laughs> so it's Seinfeld. like the yeah, Seinfeld no connection. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Oh, did you see? I don't know if you watch SNL, but um, nope. Not that I don't want to, I just never do. I don't know why. Yeah. The most recent, well, you know, it's, it's SNL's becoming one of those things that it's better for somebody to tell you, hey, there's one segment from the uh, latest SNL that's worth watching. Sure. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, but in this case, it was one thing from the latest SNL that was worth watching. And let me see if I can find it. It's Chloe Fineman, mm-hmm. who is uh, uh, great. Here we go. She's a cast member. She's a cast member. Yeah. She's and she's extraordinary at impersonations. She's really, really good at that stuff. So I'm going to give you a link. Wonder you can probably play. Well, I don't know. Does, P. Crumb seventy three. I promise you, Mike White was in Seinfeld. Go look him up. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Did you put it in our Discord? Where is it? I did. I put it in our Discord. There it is. Didn't I? Yep, yeah, you did. <laughs> Oh, she does a Jennifer Coolidge. Let's see this. She does a brilliant Jennifer Coolidge. And what's great is the audio listeners are going to hear this and think it's exactly Jennifer Coolidge. All right, here we go. Is impressed by Christmas stuff. Hi, I'm Jennifer Coolidge. I love 
Christmas. <laughs> oh, look at this. A big sock full of gifts. You know, the ultimate stocking stuffer is a foot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this was this was probably the only memorable uh bit from a very unmemorable recent episode of of snl She's except great. for except for the loss of cecily strong who was oh yeah what's her uh, deal why'd she leave she's making that good verizon money or something i don't know she's she's uh i guess she just had enough uh with the hmm. it's it's a horrendous schedule they put those people through and uh yeah i don't know how they... um and it's becomes know. a great launching career for people and i'm hoping it does for her as well because her in movies She'll be she'll be great. Yeah, oh, I have no doubt. Um, I was actually going to see. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know what? Do I have it wrong that Mike White's not in Seinfeld and I've besmirched? <laughs> is it now? I want to know who's who in that episode. Dude making then? wigs is. Uh, yeah. Who, why do I have this wrong? Well, I don't see it now. Damn it. Who's, oh no! Okay, this all these years. I know I you have to give me a link to the guy. I know he's. I know who it is, but I can't find this. Okay, now I don't know who that was. You know what? I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed. I hate oh, when no. I find out a thing I've held in my head for years isn't true. Yeah. I hate it. I hate uh, it. Who is it for real? Can we find out who it was? Okay, quit sending me his profile. Send me right. exactly. Find <laughs> the dude who was on Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh Is yeah, I forgot. A- Mike White was on a, a whole season of Survivor, and he was. It was great watching him because he's he's so affable, and um, I mean, he was a contestant, like basically out there eating rice and whatever else they could find in the uh, uh, in the jungle. He was great. I found it. It's Patrick. Bri- oh, someone also posted it. Patrick Bristow. Patrick is Bristow. the guy Can from Seinfeld. Gosh, guy. dang it! I it's, thought they were the funny. same guy. <laughs> do they have a picture of Patrick Bristow? They do. It kind of looks like him. I mean, you can see my confusion. <laughs> he looks a little like Mike White. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Where's, uh, All right. let's see. Did you oh, see there's it? a picture of him. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, I can see that. You see sure. how I confuse those two? Gosh dang it. All right. Dude looks a little bit like um, Julie Louise Dreyfus's uh, real-life husband, Brad. Oh, Hall? Brad Hall, yeah. Yeah. Uh, current Brad Hall, yeah. Brad Hall's changed a lot in the interviewing yeah. years. <laughs> he looks like old Brad Hall. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, Brad Hall, or sorry, those two have been married for, what, 30 plus, 35 years or something? Mm-hmm. That's a Hollywood, yeah. there's your Hollywood That's couple. Hollywood marriage, exactly, yeah. yeah. You got happy happy family, nice kids, all that stuff. Thank you, P.C. Crumb. for P- or P. Uh, Crumb. Patrick Bristow. Yeah. P. Crumb's one of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, when, when you scroll down, the first thing in... Uh, IMDb is known for, and his four things are Showgirls, the Adam Sandler remake of The Longest Yard, uh, Transformers, Age of Extinction, and probably the best of the four, So I Married an Ex-Murder. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's still, uh, he's got, you know, lots of bit parts. Lots of bit parts. Yeah, he's in some, yeah, that's fine. He's fine with that. That's good for Yeah, whatever whatever you need. I'd be fine with that, because I'm sure he's, you know. Doing all right. He's making a living. Yeah. yeah. He's got Transformers money. Yeah. He's fine. He's got Seinfeld syndication money, probably. Yeah. Everyone, uh, you know. I wonder how much, I wonder how much, that's an interesting question, how much uh, side actors like this get from 
syndication. Interesting. And like, okay. Do they not? Shoujo and uh, Rainbow Bright. They're saying oh. no. <laughs> Never mind. They're responding to Luke Sightwalker uh, asking if we're still doing the pre-show. If this is still <laughs> the pre-show. Why? Are you wanting us to get to the news? Is that what is you're that saying? Is that what you're saying to us? Fine. This is the show. This is what you come to come to see is two old guys trying to remember shit. Yeah, is, trying to remember TV shit. Well, we've done our we've done our part, and so now it is time for the news. Let's cry the light Oops. of the moon. Let's do a little news. It's brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville. Today we complete our obligation for 2022 with part two of the Coverville countdown. That's right. Today is the meat, right? Today is the icing. It's nothing but meat with icing on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like oops, all berries of covers because it's all the best covers from 2022. That's right. We're counting down 20 all the way down to number one of the best covers of 2022. Who will be in there? Will Will Stevie Nicks be in there? Will somebody else be in there doing a Stevie Nicks song? I can tell you both of those things are true. Find out where everything uh, lays down in the top 20 today at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Very nice. Uh, Claire, try to keep up. Amy's later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not actually annoyed, but she didn't. She didn't hear that part of the beginning of the show. No, no, exactly. She's she coming. Was, uh, she was off uh, refilling her gen. Yeah, getting her gen all done and re- redocking her switch. Uh, let's get to this. Uh, some gen. Got some stories here about Italian things, uh, which is great since I just finished up that season of uh, White Lotus. Uh, Italian police used a Lamborghini supercar. I don't think they needed to tell us that. I think it just could have just said Lamborghini. <laughs> You know? Right, exactly. Oh, Lamborghini makes a car now, you say? Yeah. Oh. Seems like a weird thing to call it. I mean, it, of course it's a supercar. It's a Lamborghini for hell's sakes. It's very redundant. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they uh, they used one, or they adapted one, to deliver kidneys to donor patients on tu- uh, on Tuesday, hundreds of miles apart. So to wow. get, in order to get those kidneys moving, uh, they put it in that their supercar. It's like when they flew Phil Collins on the Concorde so he could be at Live Aid both at Wembley Stadium and Philadelphia. That, I didn't know that. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wow. Yeah, so that he could perform at both the American and the UK uh, Live Aids. Well, he was a bit, uh, No wonder he stuttered in studio. studio. He he's, just, he he's couldn't, an easy lover, that Phil Collins. He is a very easy... I can promise you he's an easy lover. <laughs> Uh, traveling on the motorway to deliver the most beautiful Christmas uh, ever, present ever, life. Oh, they said in a statement posted on social media, alongside a picture of the medical cool box. So that's what they call those things where they're carrying like a heart or a kidney in it. It's a medical because they cool don't want to call it a, a Yeti cooler with no. a, a lung in it. No, <laughs> I think I think they you know they want you to feel the 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 mystery of medical science. You know, <laughs> right? No. Well, like a little not a little smoky. Like there's a. There's a term for that one that barely holds a six pack that everybody has in their garage. Oh yeah, I hate that uh, one. It's yeah. not big it's enough to do just, anything. Right, exactly. It's like, oh hey yeah, let me grab, let me give her a couple uh, plastic bottles of uh, soda to put. Oh, they don't fit. Yeah, I don't like those. Not yeah. a fan. Uh, little yeah. playmate. That's right. It's a little playmate with a kidney in it. Yeah, <laughs> kidney playmate. Uh, it says here, they said in the statement, uh, long, oh, they pictured the box here. Uh, it was purpose-built compartment in the front of a Hurricane, which is a uh, the car. 
Yeah. Uh, thanks. It's also the way you pronounce hurricane in, in Utah. Well, it's how you pronounce the town of hurricane. But when we say hurricane, <laughs> we say hurricane. I know. Uh, <laughs> just, for, just for those out there that might be a little confused. <laughs> we have a weird town, and it Fs, it, it Fs everybody up. Uh, Spelled hurricane, pronounced hurricane. Yeah, which is really weird. And, don't, and when you're down there, don't ever say hurricane. Those people mm. hop all over you. Really? Are you new here? It's hurricane. Anyway. Uh, the organs. Of trouble. Let's see. Oh, thanks to Slate's or State Police uh, special Father Father Christmas. It says two people received the gift of a kidney. The police wrote, "The organs are driven from Pad, uh, Padua, mm-hmm. I assume. Padua. Italy. Padua? Uh, it could be Padua and Italy's northeast uh, to hospitals in Moderna. Mo, sorry, Moderna. Modena. Yeah, Modena. Yeah. And then Roemi. <laughs> I think it's pronounced uh, Rami. Oh, Rami. Rami. Okay, yeah, Rami. Rami. Yeah. yeah, when Rami fell, uh, <laughs> Rami sure. wasn't built in a day. We've heard that all a lot of times. Shaka, when when Rami fell, <laughs> shocker. Arms the wall. wide open. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, make me want to watch TNG. Uh, police said they hope the two patients and their families will have a happier, more peaceful Christmas. The Lamborghini Huracan, which was top speed at 330, or sorry, 300, I don't know why I said 30, 300 kilometers uh, per mile or per hour. <laughs> it says KMH, kilom, oh, the M's meters. Kilometers, kilometers per hour. Got it. Why do they include, yeah. isn't kilometers a single KM word? Is, kilometers is, is abbreviated to KM, not just K. Uh, Otherwise, it would be potassium. That's right. That car does potassium. Uh, Four thousand, <laughs> three hundred thousand miles an hour. It gets up to a hundred in three point two seconds, <laughs> and was a twenty seventeen gift to police from a luxury car maker or from the luxury car wow. maker known as Lamborghini. Yeah, ooh. It was an Italian kidney job. Is yeah. what that was. Yeah, you got to watch out for those Italians. They'll get your kidney one way or the other. <laughs> uh, we got a Boulder story, Brian. Bringing it home. Yay, close to home. Hooray for this one. Uh, Boulder's main library closed due to high levels of methamphetamine. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's a bummer. Boulder, Boulder's uh, fallen on some hard times lately. Boulder used to be the most highest concentration of healthy people and marijuana, both in the same place. Oh, interesting. And uh, now it is, uh, there's some rough stuff going on up there. Well, here's what it says. The city of Boulder closed its main library at 1001 uh, Arapaho Avenue on Monday afternoon for environmental testing after methamphetamine was discovered in the facility's restrooms. Testing will include swab samples of surfaces inside and outside the restrooms. I mean, this is probably one dude. You know, we don't know. Could be, right? Sure. It's easy to go, ah, the play. All of Boulder's covered in meth. It, right, exactly. And really, it's just some dude named Dewey Decimal. And they're like, oh, look at the library. Dewey Decimal. Doing meth. <laughs> uh, the question. It's the only way to figure out that damn numbering system. I know. It's so lame. Uh, the que- let's see. The question right now is whether these levels, which we're concerned about, are confined to the exhaust vents in the restrooms or whether the residue has been developed or been deposited on parts of the library that people have more access to. They said the biggest concern for methamphetamine consumption or contamination, rather, is short bursts like that. And if it's on the surfaces, uh, according to, oh, I learned about a thing yesterday. Speaking of that, um, I never knew. So I didn't understand much about how, you know, how Russia will, Russia will just off people. They don't like, like poison mm, them and yeah. stuff because mm-hmm. Putin's an ass. Shouldn't say yeah, that out loud. I'm in uh, trouble now. 
uncle with the dogs or something. It's been a while. It's always something. Um, <laughs> always something. Well, that was North Korea, was it? Oh, that was. That's right. That was Un. Yes, never mind. But they use similar stuff. So it's like this little ball of, oh. is it polonium? And it's the size of the of a grain of artificial coffee sweetener. Like little okay. tiny Jeez, pellet, just really? tiny okay. pellet. But if you ingest that, you become literally radioactive. And anyone you touch and other things that you touch, you spread like and not, dangerous levels. And not levels. in a good like Stan Lee Marvel Comics kind of way. No, very bad, bad way. way. Like a, yeah. I'm going to die in two days kind of way. And you look like a Chernobyl survivor basically oh, when geez. you're done. Anyway, so they poisoned a couple of dissenting uh, Russians with this thing and it was just the no- most gnarly sounding nightmarish scenario. Oh. And I'm thinking if it's that small, no, kidding. I don't want to eat huh? anything. Don't come near me with food. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to start growing and eating my own food if that's if that's the case. Yeah. Um, the uh, was that what happened to that guy? Remember, there was the dude on the airplane that Putin didn't like that uh, um, had mysterious like they, they he started to feel sick on the airplane, and then by the time they got to the airport, he was dead or something. Yeah, I think that, that may have been it. Well, the, yeah. so that and the the brother or the stepbrother of Kim Jong Un. Mm-hmm. Also had something mm-hmm. where he's in that airport trying to go to he was trying to go to Florida Disneyland World something mm-hmm. and they the North Koreans saw that as a I can't remember what the deal was they saw it as just like offensive that he would go to an American try to hide you know hide his identity and go to an American um, oh uh, right okay thing right, like yeah. and so some girls run up to him in the airport and there's footage of this these two girls run up and grab his face and then run away and then he starts to feel sick already starts to tell people i think i'm gonna die he's talking to like security at the airport and within minutes he's dead and it was these two nerve agents that on their own don't do anything you could <sighs> smear you could bathe in one of them and it wouldn't do a thing yeah, you could bathe in the other like combine like uh yeah. epoxy exactly so they had to come together to be a problem and so one hand yeah. one hand had one on this girl the other hand had this on this girl and she went up there and went on his face and they joined oh together and that's what killed him oh my god i know wow. it was nasty it was nasty man Jeez. freaking it's this spycraft show documentary thing on netflix it's really weird <laughs> i'm watching something that will uh easily be next week's recommendal where somebody offs you know, basically one agent offs another agent with just by tapping his shoulder. Um, and he's got like a, like a little needle or something in his hand. And he just taps the guy's shoulder as he's, you know, walking through a, a bus Ugh. and uh, the guy later dies. And it's because at that moment he kind of uh, injected him with something. There was also a thing where that reminds me of the Russian ones where they, they used to do cyan, cyanide mist or something. I can't remember what the deal was, but they basically hid it in a newspaper. This is like 70s. Mm-hmm. And they would walk up to whoever they're trying to get, and they'd be just reading their newspaper, and they'd walk up next to the guy and then fold the newspaper in such a way that they would go, <laughs> and they'd just blow this dust into the Jeez. victim's face, and they would just like inhale all this cyanide and die. Also, I didn't know ricin, the highly poisonous, mm-hmm. deadly ricin, comes from a freaking bean. It's just a bean. Uh- why do I remember that? Was that talked about in uh, Breaking Bad? I want to say it was. I want to say that Walter White explained where ricin came from to uh, he probably to did. Jesse at some point. He probably did. 
Um, yeah. Now that you're saying it, it's sounding familiar to me as well. Jesse, it's just a bean. <laughs> Let's see, it's uh oh okay. Ricin is lectin, a carbohydrate binding protein and a highly potent toxic produced by the seeds of the castor oil plants of castor beans. Mm-hmm. Wild man, that's stuff. Science bitch. Yeah, <laughs> science bitch. <laughs> um, grinder over to grinder. Let's go to grinder. Sure. Oh, great. Let's <laughs> let's get to from the gr- Boulder to grinder. Yeah. Let's get to that grinder <laughs> Sorry, news. Didn't even know her. Yeah, the big grinder news of the week. Grinder cannibal. It's a guy who was a cannibal using grinder. Sure. Uh, he mutilated and ate the testicles of Kevin Bacon, has been sentenced to life in prison. Now, I know yeah. it seems like I just glossed over the name Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it did. But we'll get to the point here. Uh, Mark, but You know what's funny? When I glanced at this headline, yeah. it, it caught my eye, and I can't it can't be accidental that the first thing I think I see is Kevin Bacon sentenced to life in prison. The oh last yeah. Six words of that or seven words of that, that sentence. Yeah. If you cut that right there. Yep. Yeah. And Kevin Bacon sentenced to life in prison. And that would be, or that'd be big. If you news. go nine, if you go nine words, you get testicles of Kevin Bacon sentenced to life in prison, <laughs> which is an even, even more sensational headline. Yeah. And then if you leave the rest, it just says grinder cannibal who mutilated an eight. <laughs> if I were the person like if this were newspaper days, and I was I was the uh, person doing the the headline. I would make sure that when this printed, it printed on two lines, yeah. and that the second line was Kevin Bacon sentenced to life in prison. I would I would use font sizing and spacing to make sure so that that even though it's the continuation of the headline, that would pull people in. I agree. This is the way. See, you know enough about the paper business. I know. I yeah. know these things. Yeah, look at you. I drink and I know things, Scott. You should get a job at. Uh, I don't know who, who's the most who's the most link baity uh, source these days. Who does that the worst and the most right uh, now? Epic, uh, Epic Times. Yeah. <laughs> Are they the ones? <laughs> you won't believe what. Story. I hate that stuff. Or so uh, Buzzfeed is pretty bad. Yeah, Buzzfeed uh, does. Even even HuffPo is kind of. You know what annoys me about BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed has like legit journalist mm-hmm. journalism's yeah. on staff. Like they have like actual investigative stuff. And then they have this clown show on the front end. Right. Which just right. is all a bunch of 23 reasons why the 90s made you ugly or whatever. Right. <clears throat> they need to uh, separate. They need to like splinter off a, the legit news source into something that's not called BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. It's so dumb. Right. Uh, anyway, this dude from Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, the testicles. Yeah, he murdered and mutilated, mutilated and cannibalized a grinder hookup, Kevin Bacon, who has been sentenced to life in prison. Again, the first guy, not Kevin Bacon. Uh, he will stay behind bars with no possibility of parole for the murder of the 25-year-old hairstylist named Kevin Bacon. All right, this is not the actual Kevin Bacon. Oh, darn it. There goes my six degrees. Apparently, this guy ate two degrees of the wrong Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Also, this is a hilarious article because this article... I've never read anything before in a big block of text that ignores the elephant in the room more than they are. <laughs> they have, yeah, no they, they don't once they, bring up Kevin Bacon. they ever get Bacon. to the point? They never, never actually do. get to the, the, uh, not the actual Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Not to be confused with actor, writer, director, Kevin Bacon. They never do it. They never even acknowledge it. They just say it as if, as if this is a name like Bill, Fakerson, like they just don't even right. care. It's basically fake bacon, is what it is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fake bacon. It's bacon. Fake bacon. Yeah, it's fake bacon. Uh, <laughs> let's see. This follows the 53 year old, aren't they always pleading guilty to murder and mutilation of a corpse after he allured bacon into a grinder hookup on Christmas Eve 2019? 
He was convicted of first degree murder as well as dis, uh, disinternment and mutilation of a dead body. Disinternment? What does that mean? Disinternment. So like, uh, like taking well, you're it apart? interned, like, you know, put into a, a, a coffin or an urn or whatever, like if they're uh, cremated, interred. Oh, that's interred, not disinternment. Yeah. So what does it mean when he's, see, interned. he was convicted of disinternment. What does that even mean? When you unbury a dead body. Okay, so it's the it's the opposite of interning. It's it's disinterning. So does that mean So maybe if he killed grave the guy robbing. If he, grave yeah, robbing, but if he killed the guy on Christmas Eve, he didn't rob the grave, he just killed a guy. You know what I mean? So where did he dis right. where did he disinturn him from? Uh, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna you gonna finish that? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I think that's it, it. I really could go for some more of that fake bacon. Let me dig him up again. It's fine. All right, Chad, I know <laughs> these are real people, and this is like, you know, we're having a little fun here. That's but true, yes. I yes, can't help sorry, it. Yes. I can't help it. Uh, court Circuit Judge Matthew Stewart ruled that he understood the consequences of the crime. Once again, not mentioning that this is, guy's got the name Kevin Bacon. The court finds out if this crime is a cold calculation. Kevin Bacon's death was Mark Lutansky's design, he says. Uh, anyway, there's a bunch of other nasty stuff about it. Um, well, I'm glad they caught this guy. He sounds like Dahmer on the Dahmer, fresh Dahmer. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. So put him, get him in jail, get him out. And Man, uh, it's, uh, it's good we didn't have Dahmer in the time of Grinder because that would have made oh, that would have made his. Can you imagine how much he would have been a tool for him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think been, I think it would have, but also would have been harder than now. Like you don't hear <clears throat> like serial killings. 70s and 80s yeah big time bump like it was a big deal everybody's killing yeah. everybody it felt like and they were doing it in secret and they're all psychos now is it is it because we're so much we talked about cameras earlier but we're so much more i don't know public everything's so public now that it's actually, true, actually harder to be right? a serial killer you, you like you can't get after away with it. after three grinder um you know, I don't know if you swipe, if you do the same thing with uh, Grinder that you with Tinder with swiping left, they'd probably be able to say, oh, uh, all three dead guys uh, swiped left on this Jeffrey Dahmer fella's uh, portrait. Maybe there's a connection. Yeah. Like, just easier to find it. Otherwise, in the 70s, you're walking around. There's no cameras. Nobody's checking anything. You don't have background checks for a lot of jobs you'd get. I don't know. I just feel like it's harder today. <clears throat> I think that's why you just don't hear about serial killers as much. Like, like when's the last serial killer you heard of? You know, um, this guy's yeah. close, but he didn't get to do any more. No, no, you're right. It's um, that's a really good point. Yeah, that's wild to me. Uh, hmm. Final story: sure. a uh, movie <laughs> Captain fi- Crunch. That is the most recent serial killer I've heard of. Yes. Oh yeah, Captain Crunch. Uh, did it get killed? Did it get? Oh, you mean the captain himself was a killer? Oh no, we can't serial killer. Yeah, we can't have that because then his berries are out. All right, moving on to this story. Oh, yeah, that's what that guy, Kevin Bacon's berries. <laughs> Oops, all berries. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, oh, we hey, love real people. We, we know the real people involved. We love those real people. That's right. Hey, if you uh, ever saw a movie trailer you thought was misleading, good news, you can now sue over yes. it. Okay? You can do that. Apparently, of course. Excellent. How much can I get? Well, it's... Uh, Let's see. Phantom Menace looked like it would be really good. <laughs> it did look like it was going to be better than it was. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is funny because this all has to do with Anna Diarmas. Uh, oh, really? She's, she's at the okay. center of this, although I doubt she has anything to 
say I'm about sure. it. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, uh, movie fans can now sue over misleading trailers, says a U.S. judge. If they're disappointed their favorite actor was cut from the film after appearing in the trailer, they can sue the studio for false advertising, according to a U.S. judge. It'll probably get appealed, but it may stick. Two movie buffs say Universal Pictures tricked them into renting the 2019 flick yesterday because the trailer featured actress Anna de Armas. Uh, Peter Michael Rosa, 45, of San Diego, and Connor Wolf of or Wolfie. I don't know if you do the E or not. Uh, 39 of Maryland say they forked over four bucks each to watch the Richard Curtis comedy on Amazon Prime only to discover that DeArmas had not made the final cut in the class so wait, action. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So they did they watch it separately? I guess they must have watched it separately as opposed to like, yeah. why don't we watch it in the same place and then we can each then we uh, can each just chip in a <laughs> two bucks. You're right. Well, I mean, they're in different states, so maybe they were friends, but maybe not. Well, maybe this is just like film sack, right? Like yeah, it's a bit like that, I think. Yeah. Uh, it says, um, uh, where is that? Class action suit filed earlier this year. Alleged fans have been led to expect the Cuban No Time to Die star would feature prominently. However, they did not receive a movie with the appearance of Diarmas in it, uh, says the suit. Accordingly, such consumers were not provided with any value for their rental or purchase. Eh. Mm-hmm. Eh. If I were you, I'd say, you're, well, they sound like creepy stalkers of Anna Diarmas. Kind of, yeah. We really thought we'd see Anna Diarmas in this. That's right. I've done seen now her. Now we're going to have to go watch Blonde again. That's right. I've done seen her nipples in that there Blade Runner movie. That's right. <laughs> you see you see a whole lot more in Blonde. Well, maybe you don't. You see, you just see them a lot. Oh, you see a, a frequent. The, the movie where she's uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah, the frequent use of her nipples. In Frequent use, their nipples actually get a second billing uh, in the in the uh, movie poster. Ooh, they get their own trailer. Anna de Armas and Anna de Armas's nipples in Blonde. Oh, that's that probably does mean they got their own trailer. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Universal, let's see, uh, has asked U.S. District Judge Stephen Wilson to throw out the complaint, arguing the trailers are protected by the First Amendment of the Constitution, which guarantees free speech. But in his ruling on Thursday, Wilson rejected the studio's argument, saying trailers are commercial speech and subject to laws around honest advertising. At its core, a trailer is an advertisement designed to sell a movie by providing customers with a preview of the movie, he wrote. You know what? I kind of agree. Right. So there's there are two sides to this. Um it is false advertising to say something's in a movie. Just like if you had a product that said uh, doesn't contain risin. <laughs> it did contain risin. Yep, yep. But no, like, you know, basically saying, yeah, this uh, uh, with a great flavor of chocolate and it doesn't taste like chocolate at all. But right. um, so that's one side of this and it makes sense. And I think that's a valid point. Uh, the, the other side of this is these two guys are creepy for only renting a movie because they think uh, Anna Darmus is, is in it, and the fact that she's not in it is enough for them to say we we did not enjoy the film. We want our money back because Anna Darmus is not in this. Film. She never showed up. I mean, was she? Were they yeah. just sitting there like dogs, going, "When's she showing up? When's she? When's she ever did? I don't care about this Beatles crap. When's Anna Darmus showing up? <laughs> well, the other thing is. Uh, like okay all this is gonna do here's my here's my prediction scott's got Mm -hmm. a prediction get ready for this Mm -hmm. one yeah all this does is add a bunch of tiny micro text disclaimers at the bottom of every trailer and we're Mm -hmm. all gonna hate it because it's gonna be Mm -hmm. distracting so the little thing down there is gonna say some actors may or may not appear in the final cut uh right due to original footage or early footage shown uh it's kind of like uh 
game trailers do this, don't they? Where they say like little tiny text at the bottom where they say not actual game footage. Oh yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, and sometimes yeah. they do it as a sales technique to say this is in game footage. Sure. As sure. A, a which is an interesting response to that. But yeah, if you you have to like. I guess you don't have to, but this is the way that you get away. This is how you stop getting lawsuits if this mm-hmm. goes, you know, if this sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to annoy us too because I don't want a bunch of text all the time at the bottom. Like uh, yeah. well, someone in the chat yeah. mentioned Suicide Squad, where the the Joker was prominently featured in the trailer, but was in five minutes of the movie mm-hmm. uh, of the original one. Is that an example of being misled, or is that an artistic choice to tease out a thing? You know, like it, it opens it opens things up to just being disappointed in a film because the trailer made it look better than it was, right? Because yeah. if you if you allow this, because it's purely based on, hey, I want to see Ana de Armas. Uh, I'm watching. I'm paying for yesterday and bought it. Oh, there's no Ana de Armas in it. Um, it's just like saying, oh man, I wanted to see more Joker in Suicide Squad because he's in the trailer, so he must be if he's in. 10 or for 25% of the trailer, he must be in 25% of the movie. Mm. It's just, it opens things up to, to too much gray area where it just becomes based on opinion. Right? Yeah, totally. It's, yeah. When you, when you yeah. get to that point, like the, the whole thing with, you said, uh, a Phantom Menace looked good in the trailer, but sure. wasn't good. That's, that's a hundred percent. It, it, from a legal standpoint, that's a hundred percent just your impression of the film. Exactly. And your opinion exactly. of the film. And so they're and, not gonna they're not gonna give you that, but they might give you that. Hey, the trailer but, showed Mark Hamill, but he never showed up. Yeah, but by you know again, is that you have to argue that that there's enough justifiable reason that um, that Mark Hamill was the selling point for that film. Just like, all right, how do you justify that Anna Armas was the selling point to yesterday? Did she, was she presented in the trailer as central to the plot or a main character or something like that? Even then, even then I feel like it's speculation because you're, you're or not speculation, but uh, opinion because you're paying to see the movie. <sighs> I don't know. I know. You have to, you have to somehow justify that you're paying to see a movie specifically and only because of an actor featured in there and for no other reason that you can say that the rest of that that other 80 percent was satisfied but the 20 percent that i wanted to see this actor actress is not is not um satisfied dr calhoun says if she wasn't a selling point they wouldn't have put her in the trailer which was created to sell the film that's not true she was in the film they cut her role because they didn't like it yeah, but maybe um, you know, she, maybe she says something in the trailer. I'll have to watch the trailer because I remember seeing yesterday. Um, I'd have to see what what she says in the trailer. That you know, the trailer is there to um, not just show who's in the movie, but also to give you enough of a, a scenario or a synopsis to interest you in the in the movie. Right. So. But see, and then but here's the other problem. Okay, so Doctor Calhoun replies, she was in, but she was in the trailer in all caps. No, I understand sure. that. When trailers come out, production's not done. Like yeah. your movie's not finished. Trailers are often I mean, I'm about to launch a card game where I'm I know there's gonna be some art changes on some of the cards before I can show them. But I'm gonna right. show video of a whole different card. I can't help it. It's all I have right now. And so I'm not but, saying that that's all they had. I'm saying it's entirely possible that creative things change before your movie's ready and trailers go out six, seven months before you're done. So mm-hmm. 
I think it's just complicated. It's never simple. Yeah. And Dr. Calhoun, the her use in the trailer, and again, I need to see the trailer because I don't know, but her use in the trailer might be just to uh, show a part of a scene that explains the plot of yesterday, explains the synopsis of yesterday so that somebody can be there. Not necessarily because she's on a Dharmas. Another character could have said that and they you know, would have used that that um, segment to give you give the viewer a synopsis of the plot yeah it's entirely possible too i mean her star hadn't quite risen by the time that movie came out Mm -hmm. so it's possible that these guys i mean they're true they're renting a movie it was it was early for well before knives out and and uh yeah i think um, 2017 was uh blade runner nobody really knew who she was yet mm -hmm. she was great in it but nobody really knew she was Anyway, it's it's fascinating. We have legal listeners. Yeah, I can't really wait is, for yeah. them to pipe in. Uh, we have lawyer listeners who will probably give us some better ideas on how this works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, That'll do it for today's news. We are going to move on and take a break. When we come back from the song break, we'll have Amy here do a little read this, talk about some books, and uh, some more of your feedback from texts and emails and junk. So stick around. But first, this song from Brian Ibbett. It's from me. Well, technically, it's from a band called Slumbering Sun. Uh, they have a brand new album, courtesy of um, of uh, Us and Them Group. Um, they are an Austin Celtic doom grunge band. Doom. Okay. <laughs> Austin, an Austin-based Celtic doom grunge band. God, I love I love these combinations. Sure. There's so many like that, right? So it's like, how do you pick out your favorite <laughs> Austin-based Celtic doom grunge band? Yeah. Um, listen, if you like Alice in Chains uh, or the band Warning or Green Lung, um, you're going to like these. But we, you know, we know Alice in Chains. Sure. These guys are great. This is the first single from their forthcoming debut album. The song is called Liminal Bridges. Here is Slumbering Sun.
Football is back, and we have you covered each weekday afternoon on OutKick's Hot Mic with Hutton and Withrow. Some of the best football guests from Armando Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to the college football and NFL weekends. The Chiefs go for dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas, and the Bills and Dolphins are also confident. Withrow, what about college football? Can you say three-peat? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance while a cast of usual characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern across the Outkick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out Outkick.com. NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. Outkick's Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. See if anyone's still left alive. I already checked. Everyone is dead. Guys, can we just change the subject? Jaws happens to be one of my favorite movies. Oh, that's clever. I'll leave that the way it is. The Morning Stream. Do not confuse luck with skill. We returned. Give us a reminder yeah. who that was, please. That uh, that pre- voice you just heard was uh, Scott Fletcher. Uh, oh, oh, that. I'm sorry. So Scott Fletcher is the one person I'm worried about not wanting to come back to do Taskmaster. Oh, yeah. He seemed annoyed the whole time. He really did. He yeah. seemed so. <laughs> like, He's not one for games he's not being told the rules to he's like oh, okay what are you know. doing here? you know yeah. he's such a such a the dude is such a fan of jocularity that uh <laughs> anyway uh that uh band was uh, slumbering sun from their upcoming album called the ever-living fire which comes out next year next year's in three days people you can wait yeah. uh that's a song called liminal bridges nice it's a great name too i like that yeah uh all right we got Claire, Amy. Claire really wants to do Taskmaster. What do you think? I don't know. Well, Liminal Bridges is a, a book in the Elder Scrolls. That's where that came from. That's cool. Oh, it is? Yeah. Liminal Bridges? Elder Scrolls? Liminal Books of Skyrim 5. Liminal Bridges. I was wondering where that uh, where that came from. I had no idea. That's awesome. I played a lot of yeah. Skyrim. I don't remember that. Uh, so a Skyrim-influenced, Austin-based, Celtic doom grunge band. Yeah. <laughs> Slumbering Sun. It's like you all asked for. Now this, right here. Hey, it's uh, two two times in one weeker. Uh, Red Fraggle, aka Amy, uh, joining us for a read. This. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Good. You you and Chuck recovering from your various uh, part removals? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Remarkably well. Although I do have Good. a I do have a funny story around that. And so you know, whenever you go under general anesthesia they they tell you make sure that you have a responsible adult with you for the next 24 hours sure. um you know and and you kind of figure okay mostly that's just to make sure there's no emergencies like if you know somebody's there that can call 911 etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's not the only reason uh sometimes when you're completely high because yeah. <laughs> you're still coming out of anesthesia, you can maybe purchase some things 
that you oh. don't necessarily intend to. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Did so, you buy uh, a Squattipotamus? What happened? Uh, oh, no. I got a Squattipotamus for Christmas. You Thank really you did. Very much. Okay, I really did. Okay. My, my niece is just that funny that because when I told her that, <laughs> she immediately turned around and got nice. my got me a Squattipotamus for Christmas. Yes. Hey, listen, I know people who swear by those things. So, you know, you have to let me know uh, off air how, how if yeah. it works for you. Yeah, I mean, I find it helpful. I'm just going to say. Anyway, sorry. Back to, yes. So the day after Chuck's surgery, we wake up the next morning and he's checking his email, you know, looking at his phone, as you do. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, God, I bought a Steam Deck. Nice. Wow. What? That's not a small, that's not some trinket on Amazon. That's a big deal. <laughs> right? considerable, yeah. yeah. So he had, he had bought me one uh, for my birthday, yeah. and he gave it to me a little bit early because of, you know, he wanted me to have it so I'd be able to play with it uh, while I was recovering from my surgery and such. And I have been pretty much playing it nonstop. And he's he loves it. He thinks it's really cool. And he's like, man, I want one of those things. Yeah. And uh, but it just kind of went on to the mental list of, OK, I'll, I'll put that on my wish list for later. Nope. Apparently, uh, post anesthesia, Chuck decided that he deserved a Steam Deck right then. <laughs> so, wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah, his his Steam Deck, I think, should be arriving today. That's amazing. But- <laughs> you know what? There, that's that's a good you know, ambient esque. I know it wasn't ambient, but that's kind of where you hear about this most of the time, or people doing stuff like this on ambient. Yeah. But that's a good uh, ambient esque uh, purchase. Yeah, right there. I think it's yeah. fine. You won't, be, you won't be disappointed. No, he's gonna love oh, it. Oh yeah. And also, I, I, love, you guys, I love mine. I gotta say, I'm I'm yeah. really digging it. Your uh, your timing's excellent though, because um, you know when I bought when I ordered mine, I had to wait a year. I was on a waiting list. Right. And, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Now people are getting them in like four days, which is which is great. But anyway, that's awesome. Congratulations to to him on his high purchase. And I yeah, hope- so just a just a little PSA, you know, you might if you're if you or your spouse or, or partner whatever, if you're responsible for a person who is having surgery, you might want to yeah, just monitor them and their uh, phone usage a little bit there. Just make sure they don't uh, spend yeah. money that they're not intending to spend wait till <laughs> so. he wait till he gets in uh, gets his steam deck fires it up and he looks in his library and he also managed to purchase every japanese dating sim oh, that man. Is available on steam all those porn, porn puzzle how to games. boyfriend why am i playing a pigeon uh, yeah. dating another uh we'll get waifu battle three will end up on there and you, you won't know why um <laughs> So uh, let me right. let me because uh, I kind of want to see that. The, the, I, probably there's so many dirty <laughs> games on Steam. Um, I was going to mention something to you, and I forgot. Oh, I know what it was. So I've had I've long held this belief that if I go into a doctor or a surgeon and I have something taken from me, that I should get to keep it in a bottle or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm I always sure. wanted, like, when I go to the dentist, if they take a tooth out or an old crown or something, I want to keep it. If they, if I go to the doctor, I want to keep whatever they take. But yeah. they've never given me what I've asked for when it came to like surgeries. They wouldn't let me have my um, appendix. I wanted it mm-hmm. in a little bottle. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I think we should be allowed to, to take our own shit home. It came out of I my body. So it's mine. Exactly. I brought it here. I should get to take it home with me. Uh, yeah. Look at uh, remember Viking last. She kept uh, a gallbladder in a jar that uh, wasn't it named. Gulbert or something yeah, like she that. Gave she it gave a it cool a name. name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. And some 
chat yeah. says rightly they call that stuff medical waste i get it captain kipper but i want my it's my medical waste damn it yeah waste well, to you guys maybe yeah it's certainly it's certainly not as though they are paying you for it for whatever they, like you are paying them right so you exactly. should definitely you even should more get it. so yeah I, I don't think like, look it's there are very few things you actually own in this world all of it's artificial and goes away the minute you die the the bits of me that grew out of me those are mine Mm-hmm. Right, not mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. They're not the landfills or wherever the stuff goes. I don't know where it goes. By the way, big congratulations to Dice Tomato, who not only found Ultimate Waifu Battle Online, a tower defense game on Steam, yeah. but right now it's sixty nine percent off. Nice, oh, nice. nice. <laughs> um, I made that up. Is that really a title? That's crazy. Really a title. Really a game. Doesn't surprise wow. me. They have so much stuff like that. Somebody gifted yeah. me a copy of. Sex with Hitler too. <laughs> oh, no. It was so good they had to make a sequel. Yeah, there's like, a sequel. Oh, we have so much stuff we really wanted to do in the first Sex with Hitler game that we just didn't have the technology for. It. Yeah. And yeah. now <laughs> let's see if I can find the description on this. You guys will enjoy this. Here it is. Sure. Sex with Hitler. This is two. Sex with Hitler is a unique blend of visual novel and top down shooter. You'll fight in the fields of World War II and meet unique heroines among whom you might find friends and enemies. Boy, that's a real light way of putting it. If you go look yeah. at the screenshots, you're really going to be in for it. Uh, don't. I recommend not looking at those unless you want to look at those, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> Steam. It's great. Uh, let's hey, talk about books. Oh. Let's cool. talk about books. When you're not playing on your Steam Deck, you're reading a damn book. And uh, uh, we probably want to talk about those. What do you What are you bringing to us this week? What's that going on? That is true. Yes. So I actually uh, very much enjoyed listening to this audiobook while I was recovering. And it's an awesome book. I love it. I will say, just to set up the clip a little bit, I don't know what's up with my audio recording stuff but mm. the the clip sound the, the clip does not sound as though it would sound if you listened to it on audible oh. i'll just put it that way there, there seems to be a lot of background noise and some echo and stuff like that. I, I couldn't get that out of it i don't know what it but that's me yeah. that's not the audiobook just okay. maybe it's there uh they get some drm or something that makes it sound bad uh when you record it or something to stop people from recording it i don't know maybe that's maybe it. Yeah. maybe yeah Hmm. Anyway, who knows? Anyway, I'll play it and we'll find out for ourselves. Here we go. Kneeling on the floor of their suite, Tesla Crane could just feel the vibrations of the centrifugal ring as it rotated around the interplanetary cruise ship Lindgren. Or more likely, it was the hum of the air conditioning. The Terran-level ring was big enough that even the Coriolis effect was really only noticeable when throwing things. Gimlet, fetch! She threw a chew toy for her Westie and the little dog charged in the direction the plush sloth had started to go. It curved in the air, leaving the small white dog staring in baffled confusion for a moment before she found it and pounced with enormous ferocity. Tesla used the reprieve to return to stretching. She put her hands on the floor, and her new wedding ring caught her eye with the gleam of platinum iridium, just like the historic kilogram standard, because her spouse knew she was a nerd. Smiling, she lowered her back into the cow position feeling for twinges as she raised her head. The ceiling had a digital sky shading to an earth sunset. The simulated clouds changed shape and position in subtle response to an artificial wind. 
not bad for a honeymoon. You know what I'll say? The echo actually made it sound like a ship's computer was reading this to me. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of like that. I, I got that too, but I just wanted to make it clear that if you... If you <laughs> the actual if book does not sound like it was recorded in a bathroom. Okay. Correct. Yes. And and I didn't record it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Audacity was just, uh, yeah, not not agreeing with me this morning. So mm. oh, anyway. the audacity of so, it all. Uh, so this sounded like uh, some real science fiction going on here, which I'm always into. I have no idea who that is, though. What's the what's Yes. The book? So this is called The Spare Man by Mary Robinette Kowal. And it is indeed, it is science fiction. It is also a murder mystery. Ooh. It's, uh, and, and as a bonus, it takes place on an interplanetary cruise ship. And each chapter starts with a cocktail recipe (laughs) so it's really fun yes and yes dreadnecks she did write the lady astronaut series this is in sort of the same the same universe as uh, same timeline as the lady astronauts but there aren't any of your familiar characters in there um but this is written and also the audiobook is read performed by Mary Robinette oh, wow. and it's excellent and her as you heard her voice is very pleasing she does an excellent job of doing the narration and and giving each of the characters a distinct voice and uh yeah she's uh she's great i love i love her writing style i love all of it and she she's very good at writing sort of a a mystery kind of a a whodunit and and also including enough of the science fiction and that makes it relevant it's not just that it's set in space it's mm-hmm. the she mentions the Terran level. This this ship has multiple levels, and the gravity differs based on what level of the ship you're on. Well, that's a cool yeah. construct. Yeah, right. Yeah, so like there's a there's a lunar level, and there's an Earth there's a Terran level, which is Earth, and then there's like a Mars level, and there's there's a bunch of different levels on the ship, and that becomes relevant to yeah. the plot. Um, it's really really interesting. It's also very. I will say this: If you're a person who is a, <laughs> if oh, you sorry, are, there's more. Okay. There, there's more. Yes, sorry. If you are a person who has issue with uh, diversity and and you feel like you know roll your eyes at diversity being our inclusive language, this book is not for you. Uh, she she does a lot of things like. Uh, referring to people as uh, mix instead of miss or mister. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pretty much everyone is them until, or, you know, everyone is they, them until otherwise everyone introduces themselves as a gender. Like, you know, she'll say Tesla crane, she, her, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's very inclusive. Also the main character Tesla is disabled and so there's and there's a lot of really cool tech around her disability. Like she has a she has a, a device that sort of gives her a heads up display of what her pain level is currently without her having to actually feel the pain. It's cool. Oh, wow, I'm like, cool. I want that. I so, want that you know, too. because. Yeah, I mean that's pain is our body's way of telling us it's a it's an alarm system, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you could just have that alarm system without having to feel the pain, 
that'd be really cool. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I would love to be like, you hear about these people that can't feel any pain. It's actually dangerous. They can cut themselves. Never mm-hmm. know. Like it's burn like bad. Themselves Cause they can't feel. But if you have other signals that would tell you, it's like, Oh yeah, you just burned your arm. Uh, probably want to get that taken care of, but not actually feel the pain. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I'd right. be into that. Yeah. By the way, yeah. thanks for the Coriolis callback. We've had the, the Coriolis effect keeps <laughs> right, coming yeah. up on the show like four times now. It's, it's great. It's uh, people really want us to make sure we get that right going yep. forward. No doubt. Yep. So if yeah. you had to, if you, I know you've talked about her books before, and we you mentioned that a minute ago. Do you is where's this on that list? Like, do you have a favorite of hers that you would? Like? Oh, huh. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I I love all of her stuff, but I would say probably The Faded Sky mm-hmm. was the most impactful and and affecting so far. Uh, but yeah, I've read this is her fourth book in the Lady Astronaut series that I've read, and I've loved all of them. Uh, but I would say if I had to pick a favorite of that series, I would say The Faded Sky. Okay. And we talked about that one, I think, right? That came up here. Possibly. Yeah, I think so. That's the one where they go to Mars. So, yeah, I think you did recommend yeah. that, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Um, well, awesome. Uh, I'm more and more, I'm starting to think I need to read her. <laughs> you keep recommending her, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then I kind of don't think about it. But now, you know, maybe I need to check it out. Yeah, Seems this like is her newest one. Like, this one came out this year, and I was really excited to to read it. So that's why it came out. And I know on the I know on my feedback, somebody was like, oh, stop doing repeat authors. Eh, no. I, I'm nah. gonna keep doing. You do I'm whatever keep you doing want. Repeat authors because I read. I read what I read. But uh, at, you know, this one in particular really got me, and I was like, "Yeah, I got to read her new book." So I will. I but I I do take the feedback seriously, and I am gonna get some more. I have I have a whole list. I'm gonna get you some more uh, lesser known titles and authors coming up in the new year. So just tease that out a little bit. Nice. Um, and this one's called what again? So people can go look it up. The title. This one is called The Spare Man. The Spare Man. Everyone needs a spare man, I say. <laughs> except except Chuck. He had a spare man and had it removed. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, Chuck. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, anyway, there you go. Oh, and people are jealous of my hats. I just wanted to uh, share that with you. There are uh, We had oh. no, multiple mm. people uh, come by the house and say, where the heck did you get that? And I said, oh, a friend made it. And they said, no mm-hmm. way. That's awesome. And I said, don't. What's her number? They keep saying to me. Yeah. And I said, oh, here it is right here. <laughs> yeah. And I say it's 1-800-TRY-MY-PRODUCT. All right. Hey, Amy, uh, it's good having you on as always. And uh, we'll look forward to more in the new year. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we go? Yeah, I'm I, I'm, gl- I'm so glad that you guys liked them. And I'm glad they finally arrived and, and everything. And Brian, that yours, yours got there safely yeah. and not in pieces. So, no, uh, yeah. That's- it is beautifully holding my frequently uh enjoyed atomic fireballs so. nice a new, a new atomic fireball bowl uh, and the year's Achieve. not even over it's amazing yes, exactly incredible exactly. stuff uh amy have a fantastic right. uh, rest of your week and the rest of the holidays and the early part of next year and we'll see you next year right here on have Read a nappy you here bye now <laughs> oh i'd love a nap i would love a nappy a nap. new here you here yeah new here you here. You here. Hey, you here. Uh, check this out, y'all. Yes. Got a, yes. Got a couple of texts here to read here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where are they? Be courteous. That's the wrong clip thing. Where did my thing go? Oh, there it is. Okay. Here it is. Uh, this is a text from Teresa in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is last week. TMS news item caught my attention because I was in Minneapolis. It was a story about a place selling crustless sandwiches called the Gallant Tiger. I think this is Bobby's episode he was on. 
which also doesn't sound familiar to me. Yeah, he says, which also caught my ear because I am a graduate of Minneapolis South High School, and we are all called the Gallant Tigers. What really ticked, tickled me, not ticked, what really tickled me was that Scott pronounced it like a former principal that was at South when my son was a student there. The Gallant Tiger with an I. It doesn't have an I. My husband, also a South High, high Tiger, uh, also, it's an also, sorry, and I looked up the restaurant and sure enough, the owner also went to South. Thanks for bringing back fun memories, Teresa. Well, that's a big wow. high school connection for you there, and that's great. No kidding, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really well, what's cold. What's funny there. is you even again called it the Gallant Tigers instead of the Gallant Tigers. I can't help it. Yeah, it's just I know. in me. I, I, you I, want you're you're combining. I mean, Gallant or uh, Gallant and Valiant. Yeah, are very similar in in um, meaning. So no. why not combine them? Why not have Prince Gallant? Yeah, why not both? Why, yeah, not, why both? not both? Why not both? Except that cartoon sucked. I never liked that. <laughs> it was too serious. I wanted, you know, Prince wanted... Valiant. Yes, it was the worst. It was the worst comic strip. Never funny. Never. I didn't ever think it was funny either. I'm glad someone else agreed with me. <laughs> uh, where's the punchline, Prince Valiant? Yeah, where's the joke in your freaking realistic, dumb history history thing? Uh, here's an email. This came to us at uh, themorningstream at gmail.com. It's a little long, but I'm going to read it. It says, hey there, Scott and Brian. I was going to try to keep this as brief as I can. Listening to Brian's recent car debacle on TMS prompted me to reach out. So my car was stolen out of the driveway on 12-2-22. Jeez. And recovered on 12-4. All smashed up. Now here's the thing, guys. I uh, don't know if you have heard about uh, or covered this issue, but I'm about to tell you uh, about what I'm about to tell you, but I'm begging you that if you haven't, please do. More people need to know, apparently. There's a TikTok video from months ago circulating the uh, the web exploiting a massive design flaw in specific geared Hyundais and Kias. To be clear, my car was a 2019 Hyundai Elantra. In this video, somebody has shown uh, starting one of these cars using an iPhone cable. There's more detail on how it works, but I want to move on, he says. I kind of want to know how that works. Um, anyway, because of, he says, because of this TikTok video, there's a nationwide shortage on parts to fix these cars. Since 12.5, I have been on an actual journey and I've learned a lot. Uh, here in Philadelphia, where I live, I learned that police have no chase laws. So thieves have become way more brazen and auto theft here is through the roof. Uh, what the Hyundai, uh, what the Hyundai done, what? What's what the Hyundai done, you might ask. Yeah, I think, no. What has Hyundai done? You might. Oh, ask. you know, that's just me reading bad. Then he what goes the on. Hyundai? What the Hyundai? I was like, is he trying to make it into a swear word or something? Anyway, he says nothing. Uh, insurance companies, law enforcement, impound lots, and car dealers are all overwhelmed and ill-equipped right now because of this issue. So many of these people are going through the, their lot. Uh, sorry, through this, a lot of them have been waiting months for parts with no end in sight. Add insult to injury, these thieves stealing the cars are posting TikTok videos of themselves in stolen cars, racing them, crashing them, etc. One of these groups posting the videos called themselves the Kia Boys with a Z. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that edgy. so much. I hate it. Oh my gosh, I, I hate do. it so much. Yeah. There's everything everything about this I hate. Yeah, I don't like any of this. And nobody is doing anything to stop it at all. My story ends on 1222 when my car was declared a loss, which was a huge relief for me and my family. I got very lucky. That means he got the insurance, so that's good. Yeah. Odd to say uh, that about a car I invested and took care of for three years, but the alternative was the endless nightmare of waiting indefinitely for my car to be fixed, much like what Brian went through. Oh, and my car's lease was up in three months. Uh, when was the car stolen? I had an appointment the next day to discuss the end of my term options. Thank you for talking. Uh, 
or t- sorry, thank you for taking the time to read this, and I hope you and Brian and the rest of the FilmSack crew and family have a wonderful, safe New Year. Seriously, you guys are the best. So this came to the TMS email, not the FilmSack email, but maybe he meant it for that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Matt from Philly. Well, Matt from Philly, that sucks. Also, I hadn't heard about any of this TikTok business, and I didn't know. I mean, Brian, I don't know if you can find out, but is your car susceptible to some weird iPhone cable thing? Yeah, that I don't know. And somebody else, like when they found out I had a Kia Soul, they said, hey, you know about the um, uh, the, the iPhone cable getting into the lock and starting the car thing? And uh, I looked, I did a search, and, and not only can I not find it, but I'm sure it really effed up my algorithm because now I've got people... <laughs> Uh, basically, a long string of videos about people hating their Kia Soul. <laughs> oh, really? Why Kia Soul is the worst car ever, and none of it mentions the uh, USB uh, iPhone cable thing. Wow. I... So, yeah, if somebody has a link to uh, it is not my car is not push button start, dubious rascal. It's a 2014, so it might be out of the, yeah. the model year for these issues. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, who knows. Uh, I'm looking at their, they have a YouTube channel. Dystamina uh, says, the soul is susceptible. Yes, it's a USB connection hack behind the ignition switch on the steering column. Jeez, jeez. that's terrible. <clears throat> that's too easy. Oh, there's tons of these videos. Holy schmoo. Did you find them? Because I didn't, I did a search for. Yeah, I found a USB. collection on YouTube. Um, here, I'll put it in the chat. Oh, room. on YouTube, okay. Maybe yeah, so they're 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 collecting them there, and they're they're up on their shorts on, on there, but also some longer form stuff. But basically, this is a. I mean, there's some. Let's see, warning all Kia and Hyundai owners. Like, I think this channel oh, might be that these buttheads, the Kia boys, even have a USB in their logo. Oh, and they've they've just stolen the uh, the logo from the TV series The Boys and just added a Kia logo to it. Oh, yeah, those dirty bastards. Dirty bastards. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's all very odd. I don't like it. But good luck <laughs> with all that. Uh, all right, big PSA. There's a bunch of stuff happening tonight. Core's yeah. final episode so of the year. Stuff. We're going to talk about all our favorite video games that we played, didn't play, uh, all that stuff tonight. It's our big end of year roundup. So check out Core at 5 o'clock tonight. Uh, the system build I keep teasing for uh, the big giveaway, the $4,000 gaming rig from Doghouse Systems. That system build, the actual live stream of them building it and me hanging out with them and doing a bunch of other prize giveaways is happening tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So the normal TMS time, but on Friday. I have a very big Friday. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. that's happening. That'll probably take an hour and a half or so. And we're going to, they're sending live video to me. I'll be there as well. We'll be giving away game codes. Um, copies of Rock Runners, some other physical stuff, bunch of stuff. Stuff uh, Doghouse has they want to put on uh, the list of giveaways. I've got um, the Anacrusis, this amazing new game that's coming out soon. I got a bunch of preview codes for that. So anyway, a bunch of you will win. Uh, thankfully, Zoe has uh, offered to help me manage the giveaways, so she's going to help me nice, make sure good. nobody gets screwed in that whole mess. But that'll be tomorrow <laughs> morning at nine a.m. Awfully nice of a person who is outside the U.S. and not eligible to win to help with the winners. I guess yeah. maybe that makes her more trustable, right? Hundred percent. She got no skin in yeah. this game, you know. Other than she's really nice, and maybe I'll send her some kind of bacon thing, a local bacon. Send delivery. her some bacon. Oh, yeah. there's a. Uh, I got to find it. There's a restaurant in Vegas that just opened up that is all bacon, and I read some of the things what? that they um, that they have on their menu. Yeah, let's see. Oh. Hold on a second. You're oh, killing me with this. This sounds so good. This restaurant. 
Zoe, if you're coming, nice see you're coming. Bacon Nation. It's in the D. In the D. It's in the D. Um, it's in the D. Yeah. Uh, bacon, bacon, and more bacon. It's at Bacon Nation LV. Let me see the menu here. Are there just so, dead people littered all over that place? Because, man, that's a lot of bacon. I think we're, we're, we're 100% going to breakfast at this place at some point. Um, they do Benny's. Uh, let's see. Maple bacon buttermilk pancakes. Oh. Um, pork belly dippers. What? I don't, I don't even know what that are. is. That it's sounds a, so good. <laughs> but, but just the words pork belly, I'm in. Yeah. I don't need uh, much else, burrito, man. Burrito. All their burgers have uh, uh, barbecue, or I mean, a bacon on it. Um, oh, I thought they had, like, there was some, I'll have to find it, but there's some, like, bacon drink they serve or something weird, like. Yeah, I would. Like, oh, French toast. French toast box. The French toast box. French toast box. All right. French toast box with signature bacon, caramelized bananas, and peanut butter mousse. Oh, my. I want to see photos. Photos? Photos are no happen. sale. Yeah. Need yeah, what see. the hell is a French toast box? I don't know. Never even heard of that. Unless you're talking about cereal or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited about that. That'll be great. I would love to go there. Yeah. We're, we are in like Flynn. Yeah, we got to do that. Uh, Carter will be horrified. That's okay. Uh, let's yeah. see. What was the other thing I was going to... Oh, uh, the, the make sure you sign up if you haven't already. Don't do it twice because it disqualifies you. But if you want to win this machine and you live in the Canada or the U.S., uh, you can sign up uh, right now at frogpants.com slash doghouse. Super easy. Go do it. Um, also, play date Saturday at 1.30 p.m. We're going to be playing that new Among Us mode. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Can't wait to see what that's like. Yep. So we're doing that 1.30 p.m. And then we have our charity stream uh, over there with the Ritual Misery guys, uh, their yearly thing. We're doing that at 3.30. So we'll Brian and I will roll right into that. So you're welcome to, to hang about for that as well. We will have Film Sack this weekend, although we're recording it on the 1st on Sunday. Or no, yeah, yeah, the, on New Year's Day we're recording it. Uh, and we're doing the movie Mist. The Mist. The Mist, yes. Yeah, not just Mist. It's an excellent short story from Stephen King and an incredible adaptation by uh, a bunch of great people. It's an amazing movie. I love it. I can't wait. Anyway, there's all that. And then the live build is once again Friday. Uh, make sure you come for that because I really want to see a bunch of you there. That'll do it for us. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this show directly. Without that support, the show doesn't exist. I mean that quite literally. So please, please help us out. Patreon.com slash TMS. We'll never give you an ad. You'll get pre-show uh, content every day. You'll get couch parties on the weekend and these play dates. You'll get art in the mail and more. Find out all that at patreon.com slash TMS. That is it. We're out. We're done. Uh, I just sent you a photo of uh, a French toast box. I don't know if this is what they sell at uh, what at this Bacon Nation place, but if it is, I am so in. Is that re- is that a thing? I mean, That's maybe- a real thing. I don't know if it's the uh, may not be theirs, but man, theirs, but it looks like the uh, <laughs> um, the Hellraiser box, but made out of French toast. Yeah, you cut into that, and suddenly Pinhead's like, "Hello, what's up? Hello, I'm now." 400 pounds heavier. That's right. Where's the one with the teeth chattering and the vagina neck lady? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, exciting stuff. Right. Let's get out of here with a song. What do you Let's got? Let's get out of here. And, and uh, Saturday's going to be open, everyone. We'll, we'll uh, pull patrons in probably beforehand, but uh, 
it's really like an everyone kind of thing, right? Yeah, the yeah. We definitely show it to everyone. Yeah, we definitely have it public, so it'll just be here on the yeah. Twitch channel, Luke. So yeah. please come by. We'd love to have you. Exactly. All right. Brooke wrote in very early. She wrote in November uh, for a uh, request that was supposed to be on uh, December 13th, but I wasn't in town, I don't. I believe. I think that was part of my trip, so I didn't get this one in. Um, happy birthday to my sperm shooter, Joel. He likes artists such as Jarris Johnson and Creedence Clearwater Revival. Brian, please pick a song you feel he would enjoy. If he doesn't like it, then he can suck it. Love your pregnant wife, Brooke. Thanks. Sperm shooter. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, I guess. Uh, yeah. Welcome to... Is this, are we on TMSPM yet? Is this PM? No kidding. Anyway. Happy birthday. Wait, there was, no, uh, so, was there a birthday? There was a birthday, right? There was a birthday, <laughs> okay. yeah. It was, uh, it was Joel's birthday. All right. I, I got so After thrown that, by sperm shooter. Yeah, I just got over. confused. Whoops. Anyway. Well, maybe I shouldn't right. use the term glossed over. Yeah. Anyway, uh, how about a uh, cover of a Creedence Clearwater Revival song? This came from an album that John Fogarty put out in 2013 called Wrote a Song for Everyone. And in it, he has a bunch of different guests like uh, Foo Fighters, Miranda Lambert, Tom Morello, um, a lot of a lot of great musicians. And he pulls them in to do covers of Creedence Clearwater Revival songs. Um this one's great. Bad Moon Rising featuring the Zach Brown band. It's got a little bit of a country twinge to it. think you're going to like it. Here's John Fogarty and the Zach Brown band. All right, that'll do it. Thanks, everybody. Happy New Year to everyone. We're not going to see you again until next week, but uh, uh, we'll be back. we got shows. Oh, there's a, a, currently a petition going around in my own head about whether we're having a show on Monday. Because, oh, really? Because uh, since you and I took, like, no time off for the holidays... Thought yeah. maybe thought maybe we'd take one day. I don't know. Let's we'll, take one. Let's take one day. I'm going to sign the petition that uh, that we right. take a day off. And that's so far two out of two. Oh, it's 100. percent right. We've done right. it. Uh, we're not here that Monday. Okay, everybody. Yep. That morning, yep. I'm going to lunch or breakfast with my kids. Uh, oh, but nice. after that, uh, it's all back to norms and 2023 just bearing down like a big giant hairy monkey. So look forward to that. Uh, thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time. Light.
things together Hope you are quite prepared to die Looks like we're in for nasty weather One eye is taken for an eye This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You're fired. Oh, all right. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.